I think it would just be nice to talk about how, as mediums, how do we approach grief or does grief affect us as much as somebody who hasn't explored their mediumship ability and not not what the process is because there's no process with grief it is you know and uh, i and i do hope that this very often emotional topic will help people maybe open up and wanted to talk and if you want to send either myself or or martin an email i'm sure we can we can sit down listen and you know sort of read it and get a answer back but as martin said there's no easy way or there's no sort of do a b c to get past grief it affects us in different ways my uh, mother passed away about uh, it's coming up it'll be three years in december i'm happier with it now and uh, at the time of passing, uh, I was fortunate where there was the five of us, that's my three sisters and my uh, brother, we were uh, we were all there at my mum's bedside. I can recall when, when it was first said, oh, mum's, mum's got cancer, I was thinking, how am I going to cope when mum goes? And I was quite scared. And I thought, oh, I'm going to fall to bits, I'm not going to be able to do anything, you know. My guys just gathered around. It was a really nice feeling of warmth, of love, of saying, well, you know, you'll be okay and sort of reminder that uh, life, you know, sort of death isn't the end. It's a part of the part of the journey, you know. And I and I fully believe that we do all survive a physical death. We were we were all round me round me round me mum's house, and I can I was sat in the in the kitchen. There's me there was me brother, my uh, younger sister there, and the other two sisters were sat with me mum, and I was you know me uh, me brother was getting uh, anxious, you know, bless him, and. And I said to him, I said, look, don't worry. I'll let you know when time is because I'll see all the people walking through. What do you mean, all those people walking through? So then I talked to him about mediumship. And I, and then I said, look, there's already a gentleman pacing up outside the parlour door. You know, I'm, well, should we call the front room a parlour? And uh, it was very much a case of he's pacing up, uh, no, outside the uh, parlour. So my uh, my brother said, oh, it's not our dad, is it? I said, well, he's telling me he's Danny. Oh, bloody hell, you know. And I said, look just calm down you know with a bit of an odd thing to say to say at that time then we were called through my my mum passed bless her and it was very peaceful and it was quite nice you know that i know that sounds odd to say but i i didn't want my mum to go but that was a selfish thing in saying well if if my mum's in pain i wanted to not be in pain but at the same time i still want my mum here so it was a, a conflict. But I I then talked to my sisters, you know, and I said to them, I said, look, I said, Nana was here. Uh, there was a couple of the uncles were there. And I mentioned this gentleman called um, Danny. And I said, he's telling me he's in the photo album with two other people. So she scanned through and said, that's him. And she goes, oh, yeah, that's, that's granddad, Danny. And I thought, who? I've never met him in my life. He died, I would say, maybe 10 years before I was born. 10 years or even earlier before I was born. So that, I thought, wow, that's that's really nice. The thing that um, that uh, got me, I woke up in the uh, middle of the night, went to the uh, went to the toilet, and I thought, my mum's outside. You know, I could feel her energy, so beautiful. I opened the toilet door, half expecting to see her in full in full colour as I as I normally do, but I was getting a very strong clairsentience, and I realised, you know, it's it's early days, and perhaps my mum couldn't show herself in how in how she is, but the feelings, and I can remember I said some in my some in my own mind, and I and I and I thought, 
wow, she feels the same energy as Nana. And, you know, it's like mother, like daughter, the same energy. And I walked to the top of the stairs and I turned to where the energy was. I said, come on, mum, again, in my mind, not to wake up uh, the uh, family members. And the energy turned to walk with me. So I know it's mum. And we had a good chat and that helped. And for the first year, I was fine. I thought myself... I thought I'd be in bits, and then all of a sudden it just hit me like a like a, a ton of bricks. I was, uh, you call it, lethargic. I wasn't interested. I didn't want to do anything. You know, I felt really down, and I just plodded on day by day by your day, and um, it sort of lifted about uh, well about, about four months ago. I suddenly felt, oh wow, I've been turned back on again. You know, I can see spirit more clearly, and it's almost as if I've having the worst thing that at that time could happen to me and losing my mum it sort of opened up uh, everything was clearer you know i see spirit clearer i hear them clearer i sense them clearer it's beautiful so maybe that was you know sort of letting your fear go but more so knowing and i've had it many a time where i can be just walking around the house and then i get the familiar phrase and i say hello mum top at the top of my voice hello darling i love you there was one time, because my family are doubting Thomas's, I was driving to a paranormal event in South, in I think it was Warwick, I think, to be honest. I can remember uh, my mum talked to me, said, look, I'm in the car. I said, I can't talk to you. I said, I'm driving. So I said, wait till I get to the nearest service station. So I pulled over. I said, come on then. And I got my phone out. I typed it all down as I was uh, listening to what my what mum was said. And I sent it to each of my family. And... Uh, it was a Wednesday, and my mum said, "I've been, I've been round. So and so was doing this. So and so was doing that. This, this, this." And they all got back to me. Said, "How do you know we were, we were, we were doing what we were doing at that time?" I said, "Because mum has been round." And they freaked out. Oh my goodness, I've had a dead person in my house. <laughs> and I said, "No, oh, you've had mum." You know, mum loves you. Mum hasn't gone anywhere. But it's open to family in a way that we now talk about death openly. You know, there's none of this, mm. or to, uh, you call it, taboo. So now we all, we're a close family anyway, but we all have a good joke about mum because she was a daft bugger, bless her. Pardon me for swearing, folks, and forget. <laughs> but she was, she would she would make us all laugh. Even if it was a dark time, she would make us all giggle. And I think that's where I got some of my humour from, you know, laughing at all. Times, times are bad, but then again, it could be worse. Absolutely. So, no, mum, that's good. What, what you were saying about you, you felt there were people coming, uh, were they coming to, not take her away, I mean, coming to greet her? Were they, how, yes, how did you... It was weird because uh, I was very much aware of me, Nana, being there. And I told my little sister she was over the moon, you know, oh, Nana, bless her. And then all of a sudden, I just saw a couple of people walking from uh, the right hand side of the house, which would have been the outside wall, walking through the kitchen into the parlour, you know. And I saw them there and there was a, there was a couple, of, couple of my uncles and I had a little bit, a little bit of a smile. I thought, oh, bless them. There, there was a your lady and I thought, I don't know who, I don't know who that is. So the only thing I can think of is probably my mum's grandmother um, uh, just sort of walking, of walking through. But Danny, my uncle, my granddad Danny was very respectful. He was a Catholic. They they would have laid people out in rest in the front room, but he was pacing up and down, you know, out of respect from my mum. But what I didn't realise until afterwards, my mum did the same for him. My my mum nursed him right at the end until he passed passed away. She was there right right at the end, and my mum used to be a uh, used to be a uh, nurse, so it's natural for her to want to be doing so. So I just feel he's coming back uh, to do that same kindness to be honest 
Yeah, I think it's interesting that um, in my father's side uh, of the family, uh, they had several stories of family members just before they were dying, well, on their deathbed, just yeah. before they passed away, actually sitting up and saying, oh, Jack's here, and and then passing away. And my dad remembered when his, when his granddad passed away, he said he was on the bed, and he opened his eyes and he He'd had a stroke. He couldn't move. It, you know, his face had all slumped, and and suddenly he got up and he looked normal. He, he looked like he'd not had a stroke. And he said, "Oh, Cecil and so and so's here." And then he lay back down and died. Oh wow! And, and um, that was um, certainly on my dad's side was, was this very strong belief that that people came back. Although my dad was very very skeptical. You know, he he believed certainly that something weird happened when when those two people died. That somebody came back and yeah, and um, so yeah, it's 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 a funny old thing, grief. I know uh, at the beginning of the year, I was flicking through a book uh, in a charity shop, and it, it was on Japanese traditions and things. And um, something stood out, and it was mono no aware, and it's a Japanese term. And I thought, oh, that's yeah. interesting. And spirit very clearly said to me, remember that. I thought, what's that mono no? So, you know, I, I didn't have time to read the book. So I went home, I went on the internet, typed it in. And it means, roughly speaking, because, you know, any translation, a lot of yeah. meanings lost, but it, it means awareness of the impermanence, a deeper, gentle sadness about the reality of life. Being sort of semi-Buddhist as such is one thing that you kind of learn is that nothing is permanent. And um, and I thought, well, that's probably to do with changing of businesses uh, last year, yeah. coming away from that, that sort of thing. But in, in fact, this year, it's, it's meant many other things. And um, in July, my, my, my father became ill. On in, fa- in fact, sorry, it was June. It was, uh, it was in Father's Day. He was rushed into hospital. And then he died at the end of July, and it was a very quick illness. And anybody who's who's uh, family members or people they know who's had cancer, it, it, it's a shocking illness, absolutely oh, shocking. It, it certainly is. It's um, had the physical part of cancer is is utterly terrible. The the pain, the suffering, and and, and I, my dad was lucky in that he didn't have so much the pain, but. Um, by the end, um, my last conversation with him was that he just, he'd, he'd had enough now. And he said, um, I, I'm ready to go. Uh, I'm ready. And within three days of me meeting him, uh, he'd passed away. And, and I honestly believe that he passed away on his own merit. Cancer didn't kill him. He decided that he was ready to go and he died. I, I honestly believe that because they were saying... Uh, he was going to continue long. He was going to continue longer. He, you know, I, I he, honestly, the the outlook was that he was going to have months of painful, painful existence. Uh, he'd already was very tired and very fed up. And as I say, I, I believe he luckily died, which sounds uh, seems very, very strange. And as you said, it's because um, you're being selfish in a way, aren't you? You're kind of saying, yeah. you know, my, my dad's suffering, and he really was suffering, but. But then again, I'm saying, no, I, w- I wish it had died. And it's like, you know, it's, it's a funny old thing. And, and it, it's interesting that the Sunday morning when he, when, he, uh, when, he, when he passed away, 
things are things really seem quite strange and and I couldn't really I, I got up uh, things were strange and then at 20 20 past nine uh, my brother called me to let me know he passed and at first I got a sense of relief yeah and I really thought do you know that's why I felt a little bit out of sorts that's why I, I knew that there was so I we, we had no inclination that or no idea that he was you know he was going to die today or anything it, it, it literally you know even the hospital was caught caught short he, he just died but um at first obviously you're going through the grief process and and um obviously you're very upset and and within a few days i, I was aware I, certainly it was very odd it wasn't when i expected it it wasn't like i was sat in a room and thought oh come on dad come through and suddenly comes through and says oh hi son yeah you were right you know there is a spirit world you know? <laughs> yeah. um it wasn't anything like that I, it was literally things were happening in the house i've got two children as you know and and uh, you know tv's on kids were arguing about playing Fortnite or something i went upstairs i thought oh i'll grab a book i sat on my bed i picked up this book and I knew he was there. Yeah. I thought, oh, Dad, you're here. I said, hi, Dad, are you all right? And I just felt very calm. Mm-hmm. I felt very relaxed. And I felt this was coming from him. Yeah. And I think it was one of my things, and this is really stupid, Ian, and you, you will laugh at me, but one of the things I thought is, well, my dad's quite sceptical and... The transition over th- through to to, to consciousness, uh, to, to you know, uh, to the spirit world. I uh, maybe he'd fight it, you know. Maybe he'd think, well, do you know, what's all this, and you know, kind of really. Str-? And it wasn't. It just, yeah. I just felt calm, relaxed, happy, and and I just felt his presence there, very strong. Yeah. Just, just oh, to- beautiful though. Well, it was. Do you know, it was. I thought. I, I just there was no communication, but just to say, I'm all right. Stop thinking that. Yes, there was, there wasn't it. Just because yeah. it wasn't verbal doesn't mean it wasn't there. Don't mean to be rooty there, Martin, but there is. You know, there's the feelings, uh, the contentment. Maybe that could be how Dad wanted to say or what he was able to say at that time. I think so as well, and and I think with Dad was. He, he continually worked up to he, he was seventy four when he died, and he always worked right up to seventy four. He, he enjoyed working. He continually wanted yeah. to yeah. Co- continue going. And now I felt that he was finally accepting that. Right, he, he's he's reached his retirement, which sounds strange, but finally he can have a rest. And 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 I and and it was everything about his cremation it, and when we buried his ashes. Everything was dad. It was all, it was his wishes. And I, and I just felt all the way through it, and especially with my brothers. And my younger brother's more believing than my middle brother. But um, but certainly I, I do feel that um, they, they felt him around him, uh, around yeah. them. Yeah. So as a medium, how did I kind of take this in? Did it, How did it help me? And, I, and obviously I'll ask you the same. But um, from my perspective, how did it help me? Certainly in this last 10 days, it's almost like the blood's come back to me. And what? And it's yeah. interesting you used a similar term, that you, suddenly you were switched on again. I know it's only two months since my dad passed away, but I think spirits helped me in that they've brought balance to my life because I need balance at the moment. I need, from yeah. a professional point of view and also from a family point of view, 
I can't let myself wallow in the grief, uh, in the grief, which is, it isn't a bad thing to do that. It's just that I, I, I've got to do that. But spirits supported me in that my two main guides have really been around me. I've been aware of them. It's almost like that they've backed off rather than saying, oh, you've got to do some readings or, I'm, or you know, or bombarding me with anything. They've just kind of stood off waiting for me to say, yeah, I'm ready now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The same, Martin. You know, like I say, I suddenly felt switched on, but I was still able. And what uh, and what helped me, you know, is um, is helping people. You know, where I was very much aware, as you were, you know, of 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 my guides being there, and I found it nice that I could still talk to mum. You know, I I even though didn't physically hear her 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 voice, the 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 intonation of her of the thought pattern in my head was mum, you know, without a shadow of doubt. And it made me smile because it's almost a case of I'm still the daft person, you know. It was very much I was still doing me uh, demos. I would go to a demo and the information would come through and flow and I didn't feel bad about it, didn't feel uh, head up. I wasn't worried about not feeling head up or thinking I should be crying. Uh, it was the fact that we survived physical life. So my um, my belief through uh, spiritualism is really what uh, sort of brought it all to all together. And what better testament in helping people through their grief and saying, well, I've talked to my mum, I've done this. And doing this, uh, this podcast helps me. I'm sure it helps you, Martin. And it'll be, hopefully, uh, of help to other people so they can so they can more openly talk about it. It's, it's like what you were saying, you know, it's whether you're a spiritualist or whether you are any religion or, you know, maybe you're not a religion at all, but you, you have some beliefs that you carry with you. But I think for me it is the fact that the consciousness continues, that we continue in some respect, you know, has been further confirmed, has been, my guides were there to guide me to to make sure that I was there for if they were needed. And so, as I say, certainly within, I mean, this again, we, we can talk about coincidences, but certainly within this last sort of 10 days, as I've started coming out of it, I've suddenly started having, you know, a couple of emails or a couple of things to get me back on, on the horse again as well. And and, yes. and the other day I, I, I talked to a lovely lady who, she, she needed a chat and it became a tarot reading and then it, Again, it helped me go forward, and it's almost like that person came into my life. So that again, it helps me get back on the horse. It helps me start getting back on track, and yeah, gives yeah. you focus again, doesn't it? Absolutely, yeah. It, it really does help me uh, get back on. And I think with anybody, um, when it comes to grief, if anybody's still suffering with grief out there, one thing that I I've learned is. There's no rules to grief. There's no rights. There's no wrongs. You deal with it in your own way. And and one thing I would say is is talk to people about it because I I know from experience that if you don't talk about it and you do hold it up, you 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 again carry this baggage. And also as well is one thing is is the mind is very very over uh, imaginative. So you know, last conversations, you start going through all that sort of stuff. Or did I treat that person right? Did I do this? Did I do that? And one thing certainly is when these people get into spirit, you know, they're not bothered about stuff like that. They're just bothered that there is love there, that they love you and no doubt you love them. 
Oh, yeah, very, 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 very true. So, yeah, um, I think what we'll do, Ian, is, um, and this is out to all the podcast listeners out there, is we'll have to do another question and answer session as well. Um, yes, definitely. The uh, Our reincarnation uh, and dreams uh, podcast is one of our most popular. And uh, just to say to everybody out there, it's amazing. We've had 4,000 listens uh, by the time this goes out. It's just amazing. I don't think I imagined 4,000. No, no. Imagine it being listened to for 4,000 times, to be honest, Ian. Yeah, no, uh, I just find it, uh, I've got to stop saying I find it weird because at the end of the day, it isn't weird. It was what was said was going to happen, so it's happening. Myself and Ian, we had this feeling that something was going to start in March this year. And it was really unusual. We were kind of thinking, well, what's going to happen? You know, end of March, beginning of April. Nothing really physically happened. But lo and behold, beginning of April, boom, the the podcast takes off. Three episodes in and suddenly we're we're achieving uh, around 700 to 800 uh, listens a month. And it's just been incredible. Uh, Thank you, everybody who's listening and supporting us. And please do, if you've got any questions about what we do, you can email us through our website, which is currently being updated. We do have a contact form in there. Send in a question and we will answer it on our next time we do a question and answer session. Even if you think the question is silly, simple, stupid, whatever, send it in because we can elaborate on that and we can talk to you more about it. So please send it in. We won't put your name on there. Uh, we're just interested in your question. <laughs>